여기 11호차 응급환자 발생했습니다. 
um, directed by, and I should say before we I start pronouncing things, everybody in this movie is Korean, so there's going to be a lot of Korean names that I'm going to attempt to pronounce. Yeah. If I was Korean, these names would not be hard for me to pronounce, but I am not Korean. I'm <laughs> clearly I'm, I'm a little white boy from Albuquerque, New Mexico. You are um, not even a white boy. I'm a half white boy from <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico. You so. are more brown than white. <laughs> I I listen. <laughs> um, one thing I'm a know, little white boy. You're, white man, you're, white person. You're, you're a little white person. I will dox you. <laughs> <laughs> one thing to note before we get it i start butchering some names in korean um like in a lot of like um asian countries um the surname is actually the first name so like your family name is usually comes before your given name um so I will try my best to refer to people by like what we would call their first name. So like their, their given name. Um, I may mess up, but just, you know, be aware of that. Um, I so, do not actually know that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very interesting. Korean names are also, or South Korean names are also interesting. I can't speak for North Korea. Um, Cause I know very little about it, but South Korea, there, there are fewer like family names for a variety of historical reasons. So you're going to hear a lot of Parks. You're going to hear a lot of Kims. There's nothing really else to say about it, but just be aware of that. Um, but like I said, the 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 family name is usually the first name. So as we continue, I'll try my best to refer to you by your given name. Um, if you're listening to this uh, director or stars of this film. Um, <laughs> Imagine if they did. That'd be fucking crazy. They would be so confused. They would um, be wildly confused, yes. Yeah. They'd be like, what's in Albuquerque? But um, anyway, yeah. what I was trying to say is this movie's directed by Yan Sang-ho um, and it has a script that was written by Park Ju-suk. Um, the film stars Gong Yu. Um, Young Yumi, Ma Dong Sok, Kim Su An, and Choi Woo Shik. Okay, we got them out of the way. We're good. Nailed um, it. And we'll we'll go back through and I'll explain who those people are and what characters they play. Um, the film carries a ninety five percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes wow. with an eighty nine percent audience score. Um. I wrote a question mark to this statement, but I think this might be the highest rated movie we've talked about in terms of the like the Rotten Tomato score. Um, I can't really think of a movie that might be higher. The only one I could think of was possibly uh, Rogue One, because I think that has like a 90 something or an 80 something. But yeah, this is the closest we've come to 100 um, percent. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. The film passes the Bechtel test. Um, it does. Yes, it does. Which, again, if you're a new listener, uh, basically the Bechtel test is, it's a very simple three-step test to just see, kind of gauge the the representation in your film in terms of gender dynamics. Um, and the, the test has three questions. Is there more than one woman? Yes. Or is there more than one named female character? Yes. Do those 
named female characters speak to each other? Yes. And do they speak to each other about something that is not a man? Um, yes. This movie passes all three. Granted, one of the women is a, a very small child, but regardless, yeah, she does a still, great job. Still checks out. Still checks out. Um, and finally, uh, I will belch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> finally, the, the plot synopsis from IMDb. While a zombie virus breaks out in South Korea, passengers struggle to survive on the train from Seoul to Busan. Now that I've got all, that, that's pretty much it. Now that I've got that all out of the way, uh, what did you think of this movie? It was very good. Um, a real bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very sad, but very good. Yes. Uh, we won't spoil why it's a big bummer, but it's a yeah. zombie movie. I think you can guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, what? Just overall, how, I don't know how many zombie movies have you seen? Let's see, I've seen Warm Bodies. Okay, that's, that's a great movie. I've never seen it. It's very, it's very <laughs> silly. It's like a, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a, a rom, it's a right? zom- yeah, it's a zombie yeah. romance movie. Very interesting. Very funny. Um. I've seen. Oh fuck! Is it World War Z? The Brad Pitt one. I think so. Is it the one where they the climb over the fucking wall? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I've seen that one, and I think that's it. Warm Bodies okay. and World War Z. Okay. <laughs> Two so how... wildly different. Yes. Um. So how does this rank for you among like? zombie movies i guess i still think warm bodies is my favorite zombie movie okay and i think this one is right beneath it okay so it's like a very close second because they're they're two you know different Mm -hmm. styles two very different like tones yeah um and they're both very very good yeah i this is my like for me when it, whenever I'm like talking to people about like movies this is one of those movies that I feel like I can recommend to almost anybody like yeah. it's just a good movie and yeah. even though it is kind of dour um like especially towards the end again without really spoiling it yet um I still think you could put this on for pretty much anybody as long as they have like a little bit of stomach for some blood um they can they they would enjoy this movie like everybody that i've I've told to watch this movie has come back and said that they enjoyed it so um and i think too this is a this is a good kind of movie to introduce you to like korean cinema because it is a little bit more like it's one of those movies that translates i guess pretty well to like an american audience because there's not too many things that you have to like figure out i guess in terms of like cultural differences like it's a bunch of people on a train. We have trains, and yep. you know it. It's zombies, and you can understand what a zombie is. Um, yep. So I think, yeah, it, it's just a. This movie for me is just it's like solid. Like this is like yep. an oak tree movie. You know, it's like. Yeah. Is it going to change your life? Probably not. But you could watch. Every time I've watched this, I've enjoyed it. Like it never gets old for me. Um, and it's just fucking pitch perfect. Like. 
in terms of tone, yeah, I think it's just like immaculate. Like it's got touches of humor. It's got touches of like, you know, humanity. There's yeah. moments in this movie that legitimately make me cry. Like, yeah, just uh, it's just it's a good movie. Um, and yeah, I I think you can't go wrong with this one. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a banger of a movie. Yeah, it is. It is really good and. Yeah, and it does a really fantastic job of, like, just, like, keeping you afraid the entire time. Yes. And yeah. just, like, on the edge of your seat, um, which makes everything that happens just that much more sad. Yeah, and it, I think it does a good job, too, of, like, ramping up. Like, because I feel like with a lot of zombie movies, like in particular something like World War Z, I feel like they peak early, and then after yeah. that, it's kind of hard to keep up like the tension. Yeah. Um, but with this movie, what I what I think it does a good job of is it starts off very slowly. Like, there's a good, I want to say, twenty minutes where there are no zombies. Mm-hmm. Um. But then, like, once it hits, it just fucking goes. Yeah. Um, and there's very little, like, downtime in this movie. Like, there's moments of levity, and there's moments where, like, you can kind of breathe with the characters. Yeah. But it from there, it does, it does not, like, give you time to, like, think. It's just, like... No, yeah. Like, there's, there's a moment very early where it's, like there is one zombie on this train and then it just erupts into fucking like all of a sudden there's just people getting trampled. There's like, you know, just nonsense happening. Um, Yeah. It's just, like you said, it's like, it really does a good job with like the tension, keeping you afraid at all times. And what I think it does really, really well is it doesn't focus on like, like it's this obviously this like world shattering thing that's happening, right? Yeah. But but we're not worried about the whole world. We're focusing on like five people and their yes. plight to survive. And I think that's kind of the the smart thing that this movie does is like it takes the whole world and just kind of condenses it into one train. And you're you're worried about the survival of this like half a dozen people. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. And from there, you're just kind of like, all right, like, we just want these, you know, it, it humanizes these people enough that you're like, I want them to survive, you know? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't overcomplicate them either. Like, the main character is is this, you know, kind of deadbeat dad, but it gives you reasons to sympathize for him yeah. without, like, making you hate him. Like, especially by the end of the movie, you're really on his side and you want him to get out of there. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that more in spoilers. Um, before we get into that, is there anything else you, you wanted to say before we start spoiling the film? Nope. Okay. So, yep. given that, w- would you recommend somebody watch this movie? Yes, 100%. It's very good. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's... It's a good introduction to Korean because I think is this the second Korean film I've seen? Maybe. I can't remember. Maybe. I can't remember. It's very good. Um it's a solid 
like for a genre like zombie movie, it's a very good zombie movie. Yeah, I would recommend it. Sweet. Me obviously me too. Like I yeah. I can't really I think the only thing that would put me off of recommending this is if you are extremely squeamish. Like yes. if you cannot even handle because there's really not a lot of gore in this. No. There is a little bit of like flesh being pulled. Yeah. But that's kind of it. Like there's some limbs that are kind of wobbly and stuff, but there's no point where you're like, ew, you know, it's oh, kind yeah. of just like blood mostly. Um Yeah. So I would say, unless you are extremely squeamish, um, yeah. I would 1,000% recommend this movie. Or if you're racist, I guess. I, you know, yeah, I guess, yeah. If you're racist, then you probably... But you, why are you listening to this anyway, you know? Don't you True. have a clan meeting to go to? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Okay, spoiler time. Big yep. spoilers. Spoiling it all. Pretty much yep. everybody dies. Um, yeah. It's a real bummer. It's a real bummer. Um, so one thing I wanted to say before, like, like if you're still listening for some reason and you don't mind spoilers, if there is one thing that I could say to sell you on this movie, there is a scene where three men have to fight their way across four train cars. And one of those men is armed with just his fists Yep, and he he punches about a hundred zombies. <laughs> it honestly, it's amazing. Yeah, my sexuality is women and that guy. Like that's it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Nah, he was he was something else, and then he died. Yeah, and yeah. I was real sad about it. Yes. Um. So that man. Um the actor's name his name is ma dong sok um he sometimes goes by don lee um which is kind of just like a lot of times with asian uh like asian born actors they will oftentimes like have like a a name that they use in hollywood um just because of the way that hollywood is kind of prejudiced against um what we consider hard to pronounce names um which, by the way, Ma Dong Sok is not a hard no. name to pronounce. If you're struggling to pronounce that, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he sometimes goes by Don Lee. He has often been called, like, Korea's most bankable star. Um, and it's it's mostly because of this movie. Um, like, he's kind of the breakout star of this film. Um, he's been in a lot of other films, Um since then that have have done really well um he but he always familiar have i seen him in anything else he's in the eternals um uh, i don't know if you've seen the Eternals. you might have just seen the ads for it um probably. he's been in a bunch of stuff like he's been in a, a lot of american films he's been in a lot of korean films he's big in japan um oh. he's just one of those guys um and i think the reason he stands out in this movie as being like a just a just a highlight is because he is so fucking likable like yeah the minute you meet him you'd love him like he's just like he's this big like teddy bear like like he's obviously like this fearsome you know yeah courageous guy but he's just like he's one of those men where he's like this big like you know galoot but he yeah. just loves his wife. Like he just yep. loves his wife so much. 
Mm-hmm. And the fact that he doesn't even think about like fighting his way across four train cars full of zombies is just amazing. And I just it, love him so much. Yeah. And his dynamic with the the main guy, yeah, I think is very funny because I think they they, you know, initially they absolutely do hate each other. Yeah. Um because the main character, he's like a fund manager or some shit. Yeah. Uh, and and this guy, he's like, oh yeah, they're leeches and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then by the end of it, they're like, they're friends, and they just kind of like neg each other. Yeah, you know, which it's very funny. Yeah, I I do like that. Immediately, like Ma Dong Sok's character is just like calling that other guy an asshole. And yep. he's like, you're like a fucking wimp. Like, yeah. But, but I do like, one of the things I like about this movie is that like, I feel like the attitudes of the characters, they feel real in the context of the movie in terms of like the guy who is the main character, who his actor is Gong Yu. Um, he doesn't like you would never look at that guy and be like he can fight off a bunch of zombies right and in a way he's not like a fighter like he's not very physically fit or anything like that but when the chips are down and he has to go get his daughter you do believe that he would team up with this other guy who hates him because they have you know the same goal which is go get the people that they love, you know, like I, to me, that feels real where you're like, cause I've been in situations where I'm working with somebody or like, you know, it happens in like college all the time where like you're paired up with some asshole that you're just (laughs) like, I hate this guy. Like, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But you have to work together to achieve a certain thing. Yeah. And I do like that when the chips are down, they're like, okay, like, this is Fuck what it. we're doing. Um, yeah. And I I think the other most believable character is that horrible man who Ooh. finally gets eaten, which is yeah. just great. But for yeah. a long time, you're just like, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> I know. Well, and what really pissed me off is that people kept siding with him. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, God, do you like, do you not see what he's trying to do? Like, he's clearly so selfish and mm-hmm. only gives a fuck about himself. Yeah. Kick him off. Feed him to the zombies. Right. Exactly. He's a dickhead. Yeah. I I like it because it is that thing of, like, there is always somebody like that. Like, no matter where what situation you're in or where you are, there is some fucking spineless coward yeah. who's just, like, I don't care about anybody else. Put me on that train and send it off. You know, like he's like, I don't care who dies. Like, and I fucking hate that guy. But at the same Same. time, you're like, who knows who that guy is when the chips are down? You know, like any of us could be that guy, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd like to think I would tape up my arms and punch a bunch of zombies, but you know, at the same time, honestly, go ahead. I'd probably piss myself. Yeah. I'd yeah. be like, nah, somebody else can handle that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, this movie is like, because there's like, 
if you look at like the spectrum of zombie movies, right? There are like different kinds of zombies, right? And the, you know, on the one end of the spectrum, you've got like the walking dead where it's the super slow moving, barely a threat unless they're in a group like zombies where it's like, if you just go at a slight walking pace, you'll probably outrun them, you know? Yeah. That's on one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum is like Left for Dead, where there's like, you know, fast zombies, but there's also like exploding zombies and like, you know, whatever. Tanks and witches and Yeah. This is kind of somewhere in between where yeah. these zombies like one on one are probably not that dangerous if you can stay away from their teeth. Yeah. But on the other hand, this is my worst nightmare where yeah. they can run. Like, <laughs> yep, and they don't, and they have no regard for themselves, right? And so they just climb over each other mm-hmm. and hang on to each other, and they do anything in their power to get to you. Yes, and it's exactly. terrifying. It is terrifying, and I think if the chips were down, and I was in a populated like urban center, and I saw a horde of zombies running at me. I am going to lay on the floor and let them eat me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I am not running for the rest of my life. I'd be like, never mind. I'm going to yeah. lay down. If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, might as well. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I agree. People are like, oh, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? Die. Yeah, that's, yeah. I would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I would be the guy in the zombie apocalypse who's like, everybody's like, we've got no way to escape. Like, how do we get out of here? I'm like, give me the bag of grenades. I will wait until all the zombies come after me and then I will explode. I'm happy to do that because I don't want to deal with this crap. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's not bravery. It's laziness. I'm just like. (laughs) Yep. Yep. No, I I feel you. I'm the same way. I'm happy I'd be pull- pulling the pins. Yeah. <laughs> I'd wrap a string around all the pins and pull them all at once. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't even care if I take out any zombies along the way. I just need to go. <laughs> I- <laughs> yep. Yep. But I do like, you, you, you pointed it out. What I like about the zombies in this movie is, and we've seen it a couple times in other zombie media, but... <clears throat> I like that they are this like ravenous thing to the point to where they don't give a shit if they hurt themselves. Yeah. And you see it over and over. What I think is really fun is like, there's moments where like, like there's that scene where they're, they have arrived at like a train station. Right. And everybody gets off. Cause they think like, Oh, we're safe in this city. The military's here, but then they have to like run back to the train. Yeah. And, there's a scene where there's a bunch of zombies in like a window and they're like pressing up against it. And then the window breaks and they all fall onto the train. Yep. Um, And then you see there's one zombie who's like chasing an old lady and his arm is like broken and it's yeah. just like waggling behind him. I th- yeah. It's like all the way behind <laughs> his head. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Cause I just oh, love the great. idea yeah. that they're just like, because the reality is like, if it, if this were a virus or something, and it's this parasite that is just using your body. Like 
they wouldn't give a shit if their no. arm was broken. It'd just be like, I don't feel pain. I'm just running, you know. Yeah. At you. Well, yeah. There's a. There's actually. This is a terrifying fact. There's a. I don't know if you've heard about this. It's like a fungus. Oh yeah. That will um take over an ant, mm-hmm. and it like it takes over the entire ant's like nervous system and the ant will then just like anchor itself to yeah. like a tree or something. And then the fungus just like grows out of its body and then shoots a bunch of spores out and infects more. Um, and yeah, the ant can't feel shit. Yeah. It doesn't feel pain anymore at that point. Right. Um, and I think m- I feel like most zombies in like zombie media, I think it's just assumed that the virus just shuts your nervous system down. And you can't feel pain, which would make sense. Yeah. Um, I also like that we never figure out how to kill these things. Yeah. Because it's not like, because, you know, in Left 4 Dead, you just shoot them. As long right. as you hit them, they die. Um, other media, it's like, oh, you got to get a headshot or whatever. And this, I, I don't even think we ever see one die. No, I think, yeah, I think for the most part, nobody really tries to kill the zombies. They're mostly just getting them out of the way. Yeah. Like, you know, in that scene we were talking about earlier, where they're in train car nine and they need to get to train car 13. There's a guy with a baseball bat, but he's really just swatting them out of the way. Like you see them fall and then get back up. Like there's no point where you're you're like, oh, if you hit them in the head, they die, right? It's just kind yeah. of like, well, now their head is facing backwards. Like it's not like, yeah. you know, there's no point where one like explodes. I mean, I think a few get hit by a train, but well, yeah. Um, yeah, you really don't there is really no indication of like how to kill this particular kind of zombie. I also like that they don't explain what caused it. Like there's, yeah. there's a little bit of hint that it could be a virus or it could be a chemical thing or like whatever, but there never, there's never a point where like a bunch of scientists sit down and they're like, it's AIDS, it's crazy AIDS or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, it's, I, I, who knows who cares because you're not from the perspective of the people in charge. From the perspective of like the people on the ground. And I think one of the things that makes this movie cool is when we first see the zombie thing starting to happen, it happens really slowly because most people are not focused on other people. Like what's really realistic about this movie is that like the first time, you know, a zombie runs onto the train, it's that lady who's been bit people are just like, I don't know. It's just some weird lady. Like who cares? Yeah. Like they're, you know, yeah. that guy is focused on getting his daughter on the train. The, you know, this other guy's yeah. focused on his wife peeing, you know, this it's like, yeah. they don't care about some lady. They're just like, yeah. whatever. And the first time a zombie bites somebody, they're just like, well, that's probably just a crazy homeless person. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. we see that all the time in reality. Yep. You're just like, Oh, somebody got bit by a dude because he was on drugs or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, and as it escalates, there's that like feeling that people are like, oh, this must be huge. 
but there's never an indication that like they would know that because of course they wouldn't like you know yeah it's gonna escalate eventually yeah but in the beginning it's just a few isolated things right like like the fish and the deer right exactly and uh, and because they're on this train, like they don't know what's going on in the rest of the world. Like, no, they see a little bit of news footage and they see some stuff, but they're not like you would never assume. Like, oh, a zombie outbreak has happened, right? You would just be like, ah, right. oh, it's just a, a riot, or ah, oh, it's just a whatever. Like, yeah, you're not. Well, gonna that's think- what they thought it was at first, you know, because the, the main character, you know, he kept getting people were saying, oh yeah, there's people rioting outside our building, yada yada. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he just thought it was a riot. Right. Um, and yeah, it wasn't until like there was like actual like people were realizing, oh, this isn't just like people going crazy. This is like a legit threat. Yeah. That they're like, ah, not a riot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I like the way it escalates. I think it's like it feels real, I guess. Yeah. Um well, and I mean look at what actually happened in the world the last yeah, four years. Exactly. You know, it, nobody gives a shit. Right. There are some people that give a shit and they do everything in their power to, you know, make sure that they're not spreading the virus, but also helping others. Yeah. And then there are some people that are just like, no, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Like, Uh, Yeah. Well, one thing, so I haven't really talked about the background of the movie at all, but um, there's a couple of cool things. Like this movie was, um, by our standards, this is a really cheap movie. So this was made for a budget of around 8 million US dollars. Um, I did not see what that was in Korean currency. Um, I just saw it like in USD, but for reference that's like less than the budget of the first john wick movie wow. um so super tiny budget um but it cleaned up it made over 95 million dollars worldwide um for reference that's like over 10 times its budget um, you said it was 8 million usd yeah holy shit okay hold on <laughs> thousand it's 10.7 billion South Korean won. Okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah, but it just cleaned up. $95 million US um, in terms that's of That's impressive. Return. Yeah, that's very impressive. Um, this movie also got kind of a bigger following because it was put on Netflix. Um, so it had like this wide kind of distribution that you don't often see with... Um, you know, foreign films of this kind. Um, the So the, the movement of the zombies um, was actually choreographed by a woman named J.N. Park. Um, and the, the movement was kind of inspired by like modern dance. Um, like the way that they move is kind of this like weird, like, you know, wobbly kind of whatever. Um, but it was also inspired by some other horror movies, including Silent Hill um from 2006 and there's like these i've never seen the movie but i guess there's these nurses in the film that have this kind of weird like way that they move um 
And so they were kind of inspired by that. Um, and I did think that the way that the zombies moved was terrifying. Oh, it was um, the worst. I like that they kind of lead with their head, like, because they're yes. like chompy, right? So mm. we don't think about, zo- like, you know, the zombie thing is like, we think of them as like this, but I like that they are kind of running at you like a, like a fish. Like, they're just mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah. This is the Naruto run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which is arguably the most terrifying thing yeah i i again i can't emphasize it enough i would just lay down and die i i'm not getting up for this kind of zombie well and even just the way they like because like when a lot of the times the zombies would like get up off of the ground but it just was unsettling yeah like they're it like their joints moved independently independently almost of each yeah. other and it was very jerky right and then and then they just fucking run at you yeah i yeah i would not know what to do no i would cry yeah i would just lay on the floor i'm not like no i'm not exaggerating like i am not dealing with this like i no, hell no. <laughs> like good on these people for like trying to do something but fuck yeah, no, not me. Couldn't be nope. me. Nope. Um, to, I'd so, be that old lady that just fucking opens the door. Oh yeah, me too. And lets them all in. Yep. Fuck I'll it, just, you know? just let them eat me. I'd be like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> they can take me and you as far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah. Um, speaking of the, the zombies, so the look of the zombies um, for the most part was done practically. Um, with the exception of like the dude with the waggly arm, like that was you know a prosthetic yeah. or whatever. But yeah, um, like the makeup effects were all done like in camera. So um, they had a, a makeup artist and they had like a team of them who like when you had like a big group of zombies, they would basically just like line everybody up and then like do this like production line of makeup. And they did like an interesting thing where like you can kind of see like the blood vessels like in yeah. their face. Um, and that was all done like with an airbrush. Um, and one of the things I thought was interesting was they they talked about how like as the infection progresses, they kind of changed the look of the makeup. So like the older zombies that you encounter, like, like those soldiers in the train station, like they look different than a zombie who's been freshly infected. Yeah. Like like the fresh ones kind of look more human, whereas the like older ones they start to look more rotten, like they're more like you know, decomposed almost. Yeah. Um, which I just thought was interesting. Like a lot yeah. of you know, they obviously put a lot of thought into it. Um and then one of the things I thought was interesting is like so the the train itself, a lot of the train sequences look very good. Um which is unique for because like I feel like a lot of times when you have like a movie that is set like on a moving vehicle, the outside part looks bad. Like yeah. you know, because they just CGI it. Like they just put right. like a you know, whatever. Um, but the reason this one looks good is they actually kind of did they did this very old school thing where the inside was like a set, right? So like the the train was like manufactured. Yeah. But then what you're seeing outside the windows is like a projection. So instead of it being like just shot on a green screen, they had these big LED screens um, 
playing footage that people had actually shot on a train. Wow. So the movement was like much more realistic to like what a train would look like when you're on it. Right. And so those scenes were like, you know, they're on the train and it goes into a tunnel. It looks amazing because they just shot footage and then projected it on these huge LED screens. Um, so you had kind of a realistic lighting setup and it wasn't like, it was easier to control obviously, but it feels more like you're in the room with them as opposed to like, like mission impossible, for example, when we watched yeah. it the other week where it just looks like they're in a fucking cut scene from a PS2 game. Yep. Um, I just thought that was very interesting. Um, and if anybody's curious, I know some people are already screaming this. It's a very similar way to how they shoot the Mandalorian. If you don't know, the majority of the Mandalorian is not shot on a green screen. Um, it is shot on something called the volume, which is it's basically this room that like two thirds of it are just an LED screen. Um, and it's hmm. kind of wrapped. So it's kind of like a, you know, half circle kind of thing. Um and they will put in pieces of set, right? But then the rest of it is an LED screen that they they run like a, a Unreal Engine created background on. Oh. And because they're these super powerful LED screens, what you're watching is like a real actor against a digital background, but it's not composited in. It's like actually there, if that makes sense. Um, so the actor can see it too. Yeah. So it's like all oh. there and it's like, it is more or less timed to the movement of the actor. So like huh. if the camera pans around the background pans with it. Um, oh. and so it has this much, that's why the Mandalorian generally speaking looks so good because it's not green screen. It's this like new thing that they have. Huh. Um, that is all to say this movie was shot very similarly where it's not green screen. It's this like other technology. Um, that's pretty that's cool. Just a, just a bit of tidbit for you. Huh? Uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Fascinating. That's also why it's lit so well. Um, I was, yeah, I was going to say the lighting in this movie is fantastic. It is fantastic. Um, like I think just... the tunnels, the tunnel scenes are my favorite. Yes, absolutely. where they're going through, and there's just like those like flashes of light. Oh, mm-hmm. and you can see shit. Yes, they're going through the tunnel. Okay. It's not just pitch black. You can see shit. Yeah, this movie is very well lit. Like I was watching it at like nine a.m. when the sun is just shooting through my window, and yeah. I can barely see my TV screen. I can still see this movie perfectly. Um, take a lesson, American filmmakers. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just a good movie. It's very good. Um, and yeah, it's a real bummer because, like, the main because there's like those three guys, right? There's the what are their characters' names? I can find out for you because there's the main character. There's the other guy who is the husband to the pregnant lady. Yeah. And then there's like the baseball kid. Yeah. So uh, the main character who's played by Gong Yu, um, his character's name is Sok Woo. 
Um, Ma Dong Sok, who's the 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 big beautiful man we were talking about before. <laughs> um, his character's name is Song Hua. Song Hua. Um, and then the baseball player uh, who's played by Cho- Choi Wu Shik. Um, his character's name is Min Young Guk. Min Min Young Guk. Guk. G U K. Um, yeah. So Young Guk. I forgot the other two. Sok Wu and Song Hua. Yeah. Okay. But Song Wu is the is the or Sok Wu is the main character. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, those three like they're surviving. Yeah. And the f- first to go, you just said all of their names. I believe the first to go is Song Hua. Song, yes. The big guy. Yeah. Yes. He is the first to go. That was a horrible bummer. Yes. Because um, I, I honestly thought, and the reason he died was because of that horrible piece of shit man. Yes. The CEO of whatever the fuck. I hated him. Yeah, he sucks. He was the worst. Um, and after he like got turned, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be one of those movies." Yeah, <laughs> right. And at that point, I was like, "Okay, as long as this main character guy like survives, I'll be okay." That doesn't nope. happen because the horrible man gets turned and then bites him. Yep. And, and during that entire scene, I was like, please just throw him over. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that he would just, like, throw him over and everything would be okay. It was not okay. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, it's like a lame Miz situation. It's a real bummer. I was mad about it. Yeah, it sucks, but... I like at least that two people make it out. Like sometimes I worry yeah. with these movies, like nobody's gonna live. Yeah. Um, I'm glad the pregnant lady made it out against all odds. Um and I'm glad that the daughter made it out. Yeah. She's gonna be traumatized for the oh, rest she, of her life though. Yeah, she's gonna be fucked up. Um Yeah. So the the daughter, she is played by <clears throat> if you'll give me a moment. Uh, I believe her name is Kim Sue Ann. Um, her character's name is also Kim Sue Ann. Um, oh, and I think they did that just because she's very, very young in this movie. Yeah. And I, it would have just been easier for her. But being that she is very young in this, I mean, I don't know how old she is, but she can't be older than like nine. Um, she's fucking phenomenal. Like I've oh, never seen a kid actress be that good. I know. Um, she was phenomenal. Like, like that end scene when her dad like dies. Mm-hmm. Just like the raw emotion that she was having, I was like, "This kid's going places." Yeah, she is phenomenal. Like, she's genuinely very good. Like, yeah, kid actors can sometimes be very annoying. Not only is she not annoying, she is like, she's just great. She's just like, yeah. You believe her emotions, like yeah. She's very good at conveying like mixed emotions, which like yeah is hard for adults to do. But like, yeah. she's good at conveying like sadness and you know relief and like all these different things. Um, 
yeah, she's just spectacular. Um, yeah, I, I there's really nothing else to say about her. She's just really good. Yeah, no, she's fantastic. I honestly thought when the pregnant lady and her were walking through the tunnel, yeah, and those soldiers saw her or saw them. I thought they were going to die. Like at this point, I was like, well, everybody else has died. So, yep. Just put a couple of bullets in them and yeah. call it a day. I genuinely thought they were going to die. They were just going to get lit up. Yeah. Um, thank God she was singing though. <laughs> oh yeah. I know. Um, so the, the, there is a sequel to this movie. Um, speaking of, of the soldiers, um, the sequel is called Peninsula. Um, oh, I have not seen it. Um, it is not as well regarded. It does have its fans, but um, the sequel actually follows like a soldier who is um, like caught in the middle of everything. Uh-huh. Um, so it's kind of a different perspective. Like I said, I haven't seen it, so I can't really speak on its quality. Um, I meant to watch it this week because I was like, I should watch it. And like, then I could say if it's good or not, but I haven't seen it. So I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we might watch it next time. Um We'll find out. But yeah, overall, I think it's just a good movie. It's just a banger. What's up with the... Because isn't there a 2020 Train to Busan? So they're actually making... um, I think it was supposed to be made in 2020, but it got pushed back because of the the stuff that happened in 2020. Um, (laughs) You know, nothing serious. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So there is an American remake of train to busan uh, um which you know just my favorite sentence american remake just love it they yeah. always get it right they've never gotten anything they've wrong never ever. gotten it right yeah <laughs> um just okay i here's here's a fun little game without looking it up what do you think an american remake of train to busan would be called uh like fucking train to new york that's exactly what it's called. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Hell yep. yeah. Um, yeah, they're making a movie called Train to New York. Um, it is an American. I don't know if it's still in production. It was like as of like a year ago. Um, yeah, it's it's going to. And weirdly enough, they got a direct. The guy who's directing it is not American. He's Indonesian um whatever it doesn't matter sure. i guess but yeah um yeah so look forward to that and the f- i'm sure it won't be as good um oh, no. it's probably gonna be terrible yeah it'll be ass but i think that's the one you were looking at because the there's there's train to busan there's peninsula and then i think there was like a prequel animated movie um oh. and it's called like soul station or something like that um, I I haven't seen either of them, but uh, yeah, they are making an American remake of Train to Busan. Unfortunately, um, yeah, I I wish Americans would stop remaking things. Like, yeah, I just wish Americans would stop. Generally speaking, yes, I wish we would. Um, because you know what, I feel like it doesn't give enough credit to like. Like, we are no longer in, like, 1970, where, like, most people won't watch a foreign film. Like, I feel like most people now are okay with subtitles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people yeah. now will just watch, like, look at Squid Game. Squid, 
Squid Game was like worldwide. And most yep. people watched it with subtitles. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, just stop remaking things. Like, if you want people to enjoy something, just give it a theatrical release. Like, for God's yeah. sake. And, yeah. And if it's, like, one of these international ones, just put subtitles. Like, people can fucking read. Yes, exactly. It's hard. Like, imagine if they tried to do, like, an American remake of, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. You know? Like, <laughs> what would they call it? Crouching Puma, Hidden Gun? Like... <laughs> probably I'll give them any ideas because I'll do it crouching mountain lion hidden sasquatch I don't know <laughs> yeah it would have and Chuck North in it for sure oh absolutely um, and he'd be a cowboy he would be a cowboy <sighs> anyway stop um, it America just stop it stop every <laughs> Whatever you're doing right now, stop it. Knock Cut it, it out. <laughs> Just Fuck. stop. Ah, global events we could comment on, but we're not going to. Um, because uh, we're apolitical, this podcast, right? <laughs> no. No, we're not. No, we're um, not. No, I'm not going to say anything. Um, <laughs> I'll say it. I'm not a fucking coward. <laughs> Ow. I'm glad that the, who was it, the writers got what they wanted? Mm-hmm. Glad yes. they got what they wanted. They absolutely did. Yeah. Um, the day we are recording this, uh, the Actors Guild should be having a meeting with um, the MPTP. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We should know by it later today. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for a fair deal. We'll find out. Yeah. Um. What really gets me is that the studios are like, yeah, the AI thing is, uh, we have to do that. It's like, do you though? It's like, you really don't. I mean, you (laughs) can just not like, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's that easy to just not do it. I just don't understand. Like, maybe I'm just a big dumb idiot, but like, I just don't understand how it is cheaper to do a 3D scan of an extra and then pay a VFX artist to put it in a movie than it is to just pay somebody yep. for one day of work to be an extra. Like, how is that cheaper? I don't understand. I also don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand either. I don't understand. It's so bizarre. It's just it's like... Very strange. I don't understand. Like, like I... <laughs> my... My feelings on, like, studio movies over the last, like, five years has just fucking nosedived. Oh, yeah. Not only do movies, generally speaking, that are made by big studios look terrible, it's like, they look bad, they're generally not that entertaining, they're not cheap, like, they're $200 million movies, and they're not paying people. So what are you paying for? Yep. You're not paying VFX artists. Nope. Like you're hiring like eight of them to do the work of a thousand. Yep. They look bad. They're badly written. Who are you paying? And why are they so expensive? You know who they're paying? The CEOs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's just like... I know. Well, and the thing is, like, okay, yeah, you make the movie for two hundred million dollars and it makes, you know, half a billion in the box office. Yeah. I don't get Where's it. that money going? 
I, I don't know. You know what? You know what really speaks to it? Like the best movie that I've seen this year that came out this year. It's a movie from Finland. It's called, I talked about it very early this year. It's called Sisu, right? It's like S-I-S-U. It's, yeah. a, it's a Finnish action movie. It was made for like $4 million. And it looks amazing. Like it's this beautiful movie. It's shot just like, just in these great landscapes, like very little, you know, effects work. Made a ton of money, like internationally. $4 million, whatever it costs. And it yep. looks better than every big budget film I've seen this year. They've yep. all looked like ass. I don't understand. <laughs> I I also don't get it. Genuinely, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know. And I'm tired of it. I just don't get it. It's like you're put because what did it, they put all this money into like special effects, right? Like VFX. Yep. But the look that they achieve is so bland. It's like, why even try? Like, just it would be cheaper to just go shoot somewhere interesting. Like, yeah, I don't what, get it. Like, what happened to like, like shooting on location? Right. I don't. I don't understand. It's so bizarre. I don't know. I don't know. Some people's kids. I know. Fucking. Who knows? Anyway, I did a big rant again, but (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we got to have at least one per episode. At least one. If not, if you know, why are you listening? Otherwise, if you don't want to hear one of us just go on a tear. Um, Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got on Train to Busan. That's also all I got. It was a fantastic movie. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It's great. And it wraps up our our spooky month. Um, does that's two spooky movies in the in the motherfucking spooky bin? Um, two for the price of one. Two for the price of one, which is free. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. Oh, I was gonna say this at the start, but I didn't, so I'm gonna say it now. Um, if you're still listening, and you know, if you're still listening along this point, you're more likely to do this anyway. So one of the things we don't do on this show is we don't run ads, right? Like I could, if I wanted to, like I could hit the little button that says like run ads on this show. I don't because I hate ads. I hate them. Me too. I hate that they interrupt the things I'm watching. Yep. It makes, honestly, ads make me want to buy the thing less. Yes, exactly. Don't, don't tell me to buy your thing. Yes. Okay. If I want to buy it, I will go out of my way to do so. Absolutely. So okay, I don't don't you know don't you fucking interrupt me while I'm watching my thing. Exactly. With, oh, Purdue. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> shit, Purdue. Yeah. Fuck Purdue. Um. So we don't run ads on this show. Um. We also don't have any sponsorships, right? Like, not yeah. that anybody's asking us, but. If they did, I'd say no, because I hate ads. I hate them just that much, right? So because of that, the only thing we ask from you, if you're listening to this show, we ask that you share it with people who you know. If you think somebody would enjoy the show, just share it around. That's the best way this show gets to grow. We make no money doing this. Nope. Um, In fact, we lose money doing this. Probably, yeah. (laughs) I do. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've told you multiple times. I will send you money for the shit you buy. It's fine. It's really not that bad. Um, but even so, you rent the movies, you know, half the time. So it's like that's true. All that is to say, if you like this episode, just share it with somebody you know. Yeah. Um, put it on Facebook. Just hit that share button. We're gonna tell you again at the end of the episode, but yeah, tie somebody to a chair. Yes. Glue their eyes open. Yes. Clockwork Orange style. And force them to watch. <laughs> or or put earbuds in and force them to listen. Yeah. However you decide to listen to this show. Yeah. If you're on a train right now that is not being overrun by zombies, take out an, earpod, an AirPod and shove it yeah. in a stranger's ear. Yeah. And just, you know. Hi- hijack the train speaker system. Yes. And play us over the speakers of the train. Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Just wanted to... I was going to put that at the beginning of the episode, but I'll put it here. Um, So, that brings us to everybody's favorite part of the show. Um, That's where where you tell me what you thought of the movie, and you rate it out of 10. Uh, How many running zombies out of 10 do you give this? 9.6. 9.6. Damn. That is it was your, that it is was your... very Go Yeah. Ahead. It was very very good. It is very very good. There's not a lot that I could find that like bugged me about it. Okay. It was very good. That is your second highest rating ever. It was my first. It's still triple R. Oh. We really peaked early. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Look, Triple R is just so. If you haven't watched Triple R yet, what's wrong with you? You you should. It's still it's still on Netflix. Why haven't you watched it? Yeah, it's so good. It's probably got because you, you got kicked off your Netflix because you're not signed into your Wi-Fi or whatever. Probably. That's what happened to me. Uh oh. That's fine. Don't tell Netflix. Um. Fuck you, Netflix. Yeah, fuck you, Netflix. Pay your workers, <laughs> goddammit. Anyway. Um, yeah, I... What would I give this? I would give this... I'd give it a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? Definitely a 9 out of 10. It's just a damn good movie. It's it like... It really is. There's very little I could think of to improve it. I can't really think of anything. Like, I just... Wow. It's got a great pace. It's got a yep. great tone. You feel for the characters. It really hits you where it hurts, you know? Yep. Um, and yeah. even though it's like just about two hours, it doesn't really feel like two no, hours. it really doesn't. Which is nice. Even the beginning part where there's like not a lot happening, like it's just a dad and his daughter. Yeah. They make it so compelling that like you don't notice until you get to the zombie part that there have been no zombies up to that point. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's phenomenal. Really well done. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I got. All, I got. all right. Well, that brings G-G. us to the, to the end of the show. Um, which means that, uh, you should tell the people listening what they should do. Uh, go and, uh, like and comment 
and uh, give us five stars on all of the things. Hit up our yes. social medias. We got the Instagrams and the Facebooks and the Tic Tacs. Yes. And we have an email. You can we do have an email. email us and just say what's up or ask a question or give us a suggestion. Or find us in the street. Yep. And hand us a note. Exactly. Um, yeah. If you happen to be in Albuquerque, you can find me. Yeah. And beat me up. No, don't do that. Um, <laughs> uh, yep. Um, yeah. Leave a five star review. Five stars, really, genuinely. I know everybody says this. It does help the show. Like, if you leave a five star review, it helps put us into like whatever chart of whatever category we're in helps yep. get more eyes on the show um yeah if you want to help us out leave a five-star review it is so easy to do on spotify you literally just tap the five stars and that's it yeah um, it's so non-committal it's really non-committal um <laughs> anyway that's that's it uh yep. and you if you me? and if you're watching this on youtube liking it and commenting yes. just engaging with the video that also helps it does help. And if you leave a comment, I'll respond. Yeah. I tend to. We might even we might even talk about you on the on the show. Yeah, especially if you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not true. Um no. if you're nice, we'll talk about you too. Yeah. Um we'll give you little smooches. <laughs> all over. All over your little smoochy face. Um <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Yep. That's all I got. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Oh, we got to say what we're going to watch next time. Oh, fuck. I forgot. What are we watching next time? Uh, so next month we begin um, what I have coined as Ronin Vember. Um, <laughs> so we are going to have a month of samurai cinema, um, which Let's I'm go. very excited about. I love samurai movies. So what I'm thinking is we'll watch an older film um, and then we'll, we'll cap off the month with uh, an, a newer film. Um, just to kind of get the full spectrum of, of samurai goodness. So I'm thinking for the next time we record, we will watch. Now you're going to have to write this down. Um, because the... I got my notes. Okay. It's called Zatoichi, um, spelled Z-A-T-O-I-C-H-I, Zatoichi, uh, The Blind Swordsman. Blind Swordsman. You got a year for me? Yes. Now, the reason I'm going to tell you exactly which one to watch is because there's about 30 of these movies. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Let's see. Give me a minute. Okay, you actually, it. so it's called The Tale of Zatoichi is the first one. Ah, the um, the tale of, and is it not the blind swordsman? Uh, he is a blind swordsman, but that is not part of the title. Okay, so it's just the tale of Zatuichi. Yes. Um, okay. And it is from 1962. 1962. Copy. I, I think that. that makes it the oldest movie we've watched yet. When did um, what year was uh Bond? 
Uh, let me see. Uh, Bond was 64. So this is the oldest film we've watched yet. Fucking tight. Um, and I think you'll enjoy it. It's it's very... Um, you'll, you'll find out. Um, I'm excited. It's short. It's very short. It's like 90 minutes. Um, in fact, it might even be shorter. Hell yeah. Oh no, it's 90. Okay, it's 95 minutes. Um, black and white, Japanese samurai film. Um, so that's next time. And then uh, next episode, I'll reveal what we're watching after that. Um, but until then, thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Adios. Bye.